it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to a very special episode of Girls Room. Julia is still on vacation. She is hitting the slopes in Aspen and Orvale, so she'll be back uh not this upcoming week, but the week after. But I'm joined for a very, very special episode today with one of my dear sisters. If you listen to Crisis Twink, he is a fan favorite, the most repeated guest in Crisis Twink history. Please welcome back, Tyler Danucci. Hi. Hi, Drew. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. It's so nice to have you back on. So great to be here. And we got a lot to talk about today, too. We have, should we get into it? We have so much to talk about. We do have so much to talk about. So just for everyone who might not know the deal, we are going to talk about Drag Race US season 16 um, from, I would say, the majority of this podcast. And then at the very end, um, we will be talking about the current season of US Traders. There will be spoilers involved for all of this. So if you don't want to be spoiled about anything i would just watch those episodes and then come back and listen to this but um if you're looking for timestamps, we'll put in timestamps in uh both apple and spotify now including full audio transcripts of these uh these episodes so you can also Work. just read the transcripts too i know i don't know why they didn't do that automatically i feel like it's uh it's just a nice thing to do it's nice that's nice it is nice. Um, let's just start, I guess, like talking about the overall sentiment of this season. What are you feeling about season 16? Okay, so I want to preface this just in case anyone is listening and takes this in the incorrect way. I A lot of the times, the seasons on Drag Race, whether or not I enjoy them, mostly if I don't enjoy them, aren't really about any individual cast member Mm -hmm. a lot of the times it's the alchemy between the the cast members the alchemy like the the chemistry between the cast members themselves the challenges all that so it's not like any individual queen i will say thus far i am not enjoying this season of drag race i mean i think like baseline i will always like be amused by drag race Mm -hmm. like there's very little like i have a low bar when it comes to i think just like it being on in the background um but i actually just rewatched season 15 um and it's quite shot and maybe that's because i could watch all of season 15 back to back to back to back to back and i think that binging kind of uh papers over some of the issues that some seasons have but it's quite apparent to me how much i'm not enjoying this season yeah. compared to that season um a question think- for you about your season yeah. 15 rewatch. Were you watching the uncut versions? Because I haven't seen those yet. And I did not yes. really like season 15 all that much. Cat- oh, the cast was great. Just the editing was so bad. So I didn't realize I was watching the un- the full hour long, like the full hour and a half long yeah. episodes until 
I started like realizing I was like, I don't remember this. I don't remember this. This is really funny. Um, and it turns out that's what I was watching. That's just on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, they're better. Yeah. Especially the early the early part of the of the season. It's just better. There's a better cadence. You get to know the queens a lot more. Um, I mean, not Robin Fierce, because they not still Robin <laughs> not Robin Fierce. But they feel like I think let you in a little bit more. And the issue I'm sort of having with this season, and I didn't love season 15. There were parts about it I didn't like. There's parts about it I really do like. I really love Mistress. Like, yeah. Incredible I love Queen. I love Mistress Anitra and Sasha. And like I am amused by Lux and Lucy for different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like how I sort of feel, but about the sort of the final end of the season, the end game of the season. But I think my issue with season 16 is I haven't really enjoyed a lot of the challenges thus far. I didn't enjoy really any of the talent shows. I thought that I get why lip syncing to your own song is something the girls do. I just really wish they would do something else. Um, And I get, I understand the argument that you can, that people make about why they lip sync their own original songs. I just don't particularly care for it as like a talent. Yeah. I, I agree with that to an extent because they all sound the same. That's the core of the issue is all of these songs are identical, like cheap sounding pop house. Right. Like drag music is its own genre to me. (laughs) Yes, it is. Of like, of like song. And also lip syncing to a song is sort of baseline to me, like drag talent. Like your drag talent to shouldn't be drag, I guess. Like that, like in its own way, lips, like lip syncing to a song is like literally the job. Unless you're like a a bedroom queen that doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. When you go out, you pretty much are lip syncing to a song. That's what you're performing. Yeah. So being really good at that, that should have gotten you on Drag Race. But now I want to know what else. What's your point of view? Yeah. What else can you bring in? I think the point of view of it all is the key here. Because yes. if you, I think lip sync is lip syncing to your own song or even someone else's song, I guess, as a talent, fine. That is the job. But like, if you bring a very unique performance spin to it, then I think it's okay. Like I'm thinking back to All Stars three with Aja's. Like, is she gonna jump yes. there? Like that yes. is such a unique to Aja skill that really elevated that whole thing. And we're gonna go in queen by queen and talk about their whole portfolios rather than like recapping any specific episode. But there is one lip sync this season, lip sync talent that I thought was so unique from what we have seen with other queens on the show. And we'll get into that. But I I agree for the most part, like it is very like, um, have you seen that Bailey J Mills TikTok where she's like, episode one, I was in the bottom. Episode two, I here to say, dance with me, Mama Roo. <laughs> like yeah. that, like, they're all kind of like that. They're all me. like, put this creep, like, queen this hoe, Mama Roo. Like, yeah. where's my <laughs> And I'm just, it's, you know what? You're right. It's not necessarily, I, I actually, I'm going to amend what I say. Um, It's not that, like, yes, lip syncing is is to a song is kind of that's the job that's like that's baseline you're right though i think it is about the point of view and i think that's where i would amend it a little bit i think having that point of view is really important 
Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like, and I and I think that when people are like, we don't know who you were. I, I I think a lot of queens like or like we're not getting you. This is too costumey. I think that's a very like sort of silly critique. But what I think they really mean is that what's your point of view? I yeah. don't understand what your point of view is. Like I didn't think, and we'll, we'll go into specifically, and then I'm almost done. Like for example, I didn't think Q's puppet thing like had enough escalation. I think it needed like more beats on top of itself, comedy wise. But it had a point of view. It was interesting. It was funny. Yeah. When it came to the ball, I I just was like, besides Nymphia and Q, I kind of was like, mm, yeah, it's okay. And then this episode, oh my god, yeah, I, this this episode was rough. Like, I I think the challenges are really letting down what I think is a pretty strong cast by and large. I I think it I think it is a strong cast. I think there's a lot of I think there's like a lot of fun drama in a way that like I'm not bored of. But that's the only thing saving the season. I comedy is really hard. Comedy writing comedy is a challenge and a skill. Yeah, I get why Drag Race does not employ professional writers. Okay, I don't actually understand why they don't. But like, if they're going to do all these challenges, they should be hiring writers. I guess, so if, if I were a producer at World of Wonder, my counter to that would be, well, we don't lose viewers when our talent, when our, and I will do the counter to my counter. <laughs> I was thinking about this today. So like, I they would say, well, we're not losing viewers when we do these shitty, um, like scripted challenges. And we'd much rather spend the money on getting big guest names to come on the show that actually drive viewership towards the yeah. show versus any good challenges or whatnot. What I would say to that is I understand, but you actually will create more viral moments and better moments if you that actually like can get the audience that you want to watch the show live to that it to watch it. Yeah. Or if you are creating good content through through these scripted these scripted sketches yeah this was bad and i'm so i cannot think of the work uh, uh, like the last drag race scripted comedy like i was what was the last drag race scripted like scripted comedy challenge where you were like this is really good i don't know i don't know either like the first thing that comes to mind is season 14's daytona win sketch but the writing for that was bad it was it's bad. just it the was... like shocking twist that they put onto it that was that like, was the only funny. reason it was and I, I i actually now watching season 15 i think some of the stuff written for mistress in um and maybe it was just her some of the stuff written for mistress in and and um anitra and marsha 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 in daytona wins 2 was kind of funny yeah. and like i think that is all i could think about and i'm sure there's something I can't think about that I'm missing. I know that there has been a scripted challenge where I went, actually, that was really funny, but this was not it. This was not funny. This was not good. It was boring to watch. I didn't chuckle. Um, and it's mean yeah. because there are so many gay, queer comedy writers and even like allies who would be happy yeah. to do this for the lowest amount you can pay a union writer. The problem is that I don't think World of Wonder wants to start doing that because then that opens the door towards like getting you uh, having union writers on the show and all yeah. other types of stuff. And I think that that's why they're so reticent for it. But it's getting to the point where like 
this was just a bad if I were not a super fan I don't know if I'd keep watching the season after this this was a bad this was a bad episode. it was a bad episode I think a good solution maybe a more taxing solution for the queens but you think about all the viral moments from comedy challenges of the past several years they've all been from episodes or challenges in which the queens write their own material like the roast stuff or um i'm like jada hall look over there and like the political challenge from a few years ago like that is so like you're letting queens show their natural sense of humor and their ability to create their own comedy in real time which is an actual drag skill as opposed to acting in like star booty or something like most queens are not doing that and I, th- I think what Rue would say, which is like, well, Star Booty is part of being a drag queen. Like doing that is sort of like, and I get it. I understand. But I think you can do that talent with also having them do the, write the sketches themselves. Yeah. They're given a, like, guy. I think you can do, you're doing Weekend Update. But, and you're going to be interviewing the brick from Stonewall. Mm-hmm. But make it funny. Like that yeah. is a... And it just was like the brick from Stonewall. It was it was Bowen's iceberg. iceberg. And it was not yeah. a good Bowen's iceberg. And it like and they were they were gassing Q up and Q. I did not like was doing the best I guess with what they had, but like it wasn't a really interesting take on it. Um, the countdown was atrocious. Are we getting too far into the weeds now? No, the- I, I think we should. Let's go queen by queen. I I think all of these things that you're talking about are 100% true and point to like the structural issue of this season. Let's do queen Um, by queen. Let's go. I'm excited. I will say I'm excited for next week with girls, girl group, because that's usually a pretty good challenge. Like you're letting the queens write their own material. Like you're letting them perform in their natural state, which is like. Well, last year, last year they did that shitty granny thing. And it's like, it doesn't need to be a twist. It like always. Yeah. It can be- I actually didn't mind that episode. Well, you're wrong, but that's okay. It's your <laughs> no, podcast. I'm wrong. I'm it's wrong. I'm wrong. Okay. It's your um, podcast. Right. I don't think they're doing a twist on it for next week, from what I could tell. Um. So hopefully, 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 hopefully we'll be good there. But okay, I think we should start with the two eliminated queens, and then Great. we'll go alphabetically through the rest. So, okay. unfortunately, uh. The pork chop loading dock recipient of season 16 is Hershey Liqueur Chate. Incredible drag name. Incredible drag name. Just really, I think also a pretty good queen. And once again, we neither Tyler nor I do drag. And being a good drag queen and being good at drag race are two separate things. We are not coming for anyone's gig as a drag queen and like their ability within except for maybe a few technical issues on some queens that we will be getting into later but like all these people are extremely talented that being said Hershey LaCourgette make not making pants in a look that has it really revolves around pants in this sewing challenge is unforgivable and she should have been eliminated without lip syncing I thought she made those pants when she walked out and I was like that's incredible wow like I don't really love the top very much but I was like that's really cool and then when they said she didn't make the pants I was enraged I was I the entire look was the pants yeah and it like from a point of view a fashion point of view 
pedestrian mom going to the store is not exciting and it's not really draggy like it, there was nothing very like okay, okay let, or let, draggy about that let me defend rebecca glasscock really okay. quickly <laughs> who i did did you realize she was in the episode this week no <laughs> i didn't <laughs> where was she she was on a like her promo pic from season one was on a poster in oh. office that's so funny. <laughs> Let's we'll get to that in a second. That whole that whole thing we'll get yeah. to. I'm ready. Um, I love Hershey. I think Hershey seems like such a sweetheart. Yeah, such good energy. And I really want to stress that Drew nor I can dance, do makeup. So, oh well, maybe I'm speaking for Drew. Let me speak for I myself. I can dance. I can't, I can't do the splits. I can, but I can buck and do other things. I can't dance. I can't sew. I can't act. I can't sing. Um, I would be screwed on Drag Race. Yeah. So take all of these, all of these critiques with the like the grain of salt of someone who could do none of these things. Um, I was pretty mad about the pants. Not gonna lie, but I think yeah. her she's a really fun queen. She seems to have a really good energy. Um, what else did she wear? Let me. Um, so in the ball challenge, she wore the busy bee look. Okay, and this is the thing. The mother ball framework, I think the actual sewing of it all, making women's wear out of men's wear, was a really cool idea that forced them to play with like some not very draggy fabrics or materials and make them really draggy. And I think the really good look succeeded pretty well with it. But the famous mother's was too loose and like people just did whatever with it and mother nature i think was a good idea maybe for famous mothers but not well executed and then the nursery rhyme mother goose of it all was incoherent i want to know what nursery rhymes these people were listening to as children i yeah. had heard of maybe like i did like so hershey's was bernie b and i just didn't i didn't understand. i've never heard of that i know I they're all real because um race chaser and sibling rivalry both like actually vetted that they were not like made up things but I, I like if you're scraping the bottom of the barrel to find 14 nursery rhymes that make sense for a challenge like this then just come up with another theme like yeah like I, there's I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would have been like better than mother goose but like they're you know we're spontaneously thinking right now like there are producers who are planning this shit I thought the Humpty Dumpty look was really good. We can get oh, to yeah. I thought Humpty, that was, to me, that was very clever. And that's kind of what I wanted to see throughout the runway. Yeah. I think that, like, lack of, and I think Hershey looked great in that B look. It yeah, was the B look was good. Mother Nature was bad. And I think mother, the Mother Nature look was bad. And it was compounded by how bad, how pedestrian yeah. the final look was. But I agree, it was a bad like it, Mother Goose was a bad runway theme. Bad runway theme. I thought her lip sync for the talent show was fun. Also a little like conceptually incoherent with like the jungle of it all. I thought I mean, like her wearing just a no drag safari look was once again like like it's drag it up a little bit. Like it's weird to go out on a full beat in khakis. It was strange. Like yeah. keep it up. Like that's like that's what I don't like make that safari hat fucking big do like a start yeah. like, like a like a um uh 
who uh who's on um UK versus the world two um Scarlet do a Scarlet envy Scarlet envy yeah do a Scarlet envy hat like give me something like huge and stupid and it really and was like it looks like you are you work at in like you're on the jungle cruise you're one of the yeah jungle like you you look like an actual zookeeper in a way like, that like remember was it all star six where Trinity wore like the was it a postal worker's that, uniform? No, I think we she watched was that a crossing episode. guard and she wore skin. Oh, that's right. We were, was, I think we watched that episode together. That was, <laughs> was so upset. I think like, and she wasn't in the bottom for that. She I was don't. not in the bottom for that. And she was she really well the challenge. Like, but she's like, like, I don't care. I don't give a shit how bad, how good you were for the challenge. That was terrible. Yeah, I think Rue about her, she's, I think it was the ball look. Um, she was like, it's very realness. And they don't like that on Drag Race. They don't like, <laughs> they that don't like realness. They, realness but... is like, realness is not. There's a few things I want to like, okay, here's my rules for people. I'm going, I have so many thoughts about this episode. Um, and we'll talk about it with Mirage. So I'll yep. wait. But realness does not work on Drag Race. It does not work on Drag Race. Like they want... The fantasy. I sound like um remember a few years ago when like their Victoria's Secret people got in trouble because they were going to be trans exclusive because it wasn't part of the fantasy. I feel like I sound like that being like, like where's the fantasy? But like right. where is the fantasy? I I want to see a little bit of the fantasy, just a little bit. You gotta like and I'm just like just something that's like gonna make me feel spectacular. Like there are many ways to do that in a variety of styles and khakis is not that. It's and just I'm not, not looking, and just to be clear, I think we're on the same page here. We're not looking for like just glam drag. And no. I think like I, 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 but even, okay. Like even thinking about how Dawn from Canada, also, if you're listening to this and have not seen Canada season four, like Months. get a wow present plus account, uh, like, watch it immediately you need to meet melinda verga who like you just like need to if you haven't yeah. you need to you just gotta and canon. the whole season is really good they cast this really well and the challenges were pretty good too yeah like, and i i think like brooklyn is finally like finding you should watch yeah. it but what i'm thinking of is like i think dawn i'm sorry ooh, ooh. i think denim oh yeah 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 <laughs> I think denim could have done something with a deconstructed khaki look mm -hmm. that I actually think could have been giving Jungle Cruise like Jungle Cruise person, but in a draggy elevated way. Yeah. And what I'm looking for personally is that elevation that camping either from campiness from the fantasy some sort of twist on it that it isn't just a one to one recreation. Yeah. 100% like even if you're gonna do like knee length shorts like that like stone them or something or like put some embroidery like something that's gonna like drag it up a little bit like or give me give me like twist give me bell bottom khakis like yeah. give like like a, that turns into a huge ass gown like give me something mm -hmm. kind of funny about about it there yeah. was no there was no take there's no take but she was the number itself was good. It's just I think she she never got her concepts fully right. Like yeah. those looks could have been good for a bar performance, but probably not for drag race. Like the drag race is just not the place that rewards realness, like that kind of realness. <laughs> so 
No, there is a song called The Realness from Mother RuPaul. Herself. Well, real is what you feel. That's true. If Ru RuPaul is nothing if not contradictory. So that is true. That is true. That if nothing else, yes. If nothing else. Speaking of fantasy, though, we should move to Mirage, who when oh. I was referring to lip syncs with a point of view earlier, her unique blend of stripper heel clack drag is wonderful and i will also say that out of the 14 queens all in this season she's the only one i had seen live prior to the show incredible i'm sure incredible performer i love mirage i thought the i thought the original like i again as i just talked about like no lips like lip syncs are dumb i did think hers was there was this like vegas stripper whore yeah with like and to me it wasn't even the clapping of the heels it's when she did the handstand and took and she had one leg up and took the other one clapped that heel and then went down with the other leg Uh, that like that to me was like oh my god yeah and the song is like stupid fun bitchy and like kind of it's it and it wouldn't be good if it did not come with this kind of very confident stripper oh yeah and like the choreo was so unique for it too even out of the heel clacks like i've been thinking about that little leash tug hop that she does for all men or dogs like i have listened to that song on its own on spotify a ton over the past few days it's it's she's she created a moment and that's easily been the most popular and viral out of the talent shows Every she her core issue for someone who wrote a song called "She's Such a Bitch." She was nothing of the sort. She was very shy, very um, not a bad performer. I actually didn't think she did that badly in the RDR live sketch. Um, but like they're clearly looking for something with a little more pop from her, and the share runway while good was never going to pass the RuPaul smell test because RuPaul with these kinds of challenges is looking for share realness. Unfortunately, she's looking for realness. No. Okay. So I fully agree with everything. Yes. I think like was Mirage one of the bottom three in that challenge. I'm of two minds of this. My first mind is that on its face, maybe not, but she had the most leeway with how she could present and what she could say and do to me. And she kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Yeah. Like wasn't very good. And I was like, I don't get why Rue was mad about the hair at first. And then I saw on Reddit, someone be like, well, what if it was a, it was like, what if it was a emo girl runway and some Gen Alpha kid wore Jennifer, like the Jennifer Aniston hair from Friends? <laughs> and I would have been, I was like, oh yeah, okay, wait, I get that. That would, like, that would really piss me off. No, and- that would really piss me off too. And like, she, they, people have gotten dinged for it before, like Aja and the Warhol Aja, yeah. ball. Um, but it's just sad because I think Mirage could have gone along further and she had to go home because the cardinal rule of drag race is if you don't know the words of the lip sync you have to go home that is and i've seen a lot of people online and i this is where i need to like go in my soapbox for a second i've seen a lot of people online be like 
why the hell is it expected that like a 20 something should know dark dark lady i think that's fair i don't think you should come on to drag race knowing the lyrics to dark lady however if you are coming on drag race and they give you an ipod three weeks before the start of the show and one of the 20 songs on it is dark lady you should know the lyrics to dark lady 100 percent i'm 100 percent and like i see all and like I think people are missing the point here with like, well, why should we be expected to like, why should someone like know dark? It's, it, it's not like they. I think that's fine. Like you don't have, we do not know the lyrics. I, know, I don't. Lady. We don't. Not, this is a, I like share music. I think this is a bad share song and I don't share. think you should have to learn the lyrics, but drag race is a game show and you have to learn the rules of the game. And one of the rules of the game is you learn the words, of the songs that they give you. That is just, <laughs> It's literally what the yeah. that that is one of the core responsibilities. Yep. And, and this is a tough lip sync song because there are a lot of words in it. And the performance that Mirage gave was also really well timed to what the lyrics were saying. Like she knew the sentiment of the song and had know, a performance. That's the that the, that is, couldn't that's the put it all together. And that she, sucks. She knew what and I am really bad with lyrics. Like yeah. I don't think I would be very good as a drag queen for a myriad of reasons. But one of them is like, I really struggle to learn lyrics. Yeah. I really care. I like, I'm much more of a melody person. I don't really hear lyrics until unless I like sit down and like make myself actually read them. Um, so it felt like Mirage understood what the song was saying, but didn't know the specific words and how they were sort of strung together into sentences. And I, I'm sympathetic to that. That's really yeah. tough. But you know what? That's the show. It's that's the show. like, that's the show. Um, I'll never forget how Violet Chachki said that every night. So I guess they tell them the lip sync that must be like the night before elimination day. And so every night she would go home, whether or not she was thought she was in the bottom or not, and learn the lip syncs on just in case. Yeah. And I think that's really it's really smart. I don't think she she never lip synced on her on her season, but mm -hmm. it's really smart to understand no matter what, even if you're like on the edge, that you should really like know the words. And you know who did? Geneva. Yep. So Geneva, 99% of the people on Drag Race know the words to the song, the lip sync. And Mirage, unfortunately, did not. And that yeah. sucks. There could be nothing more fair though than her going home. I 100 percent um I agree with everything my sister has said. Um, I do think the run, the package that she presented through the four episodes or three episodes of screen time that she got was one of the strongest of any early, early out queens that we've ever seen. I think she's going to come back. Like I have no, I have no, um, okay. I'm looking at her. Um, okay. Her La the La Urena was kind of funny. The Baba Black Sheep, Oh, was, I loved that. It was good. It was yeah. really good. The the call me mother, father eleganza. Like it, it was hot. It's I mean, she made she dresses. Hot. But like, I, I, I could I am saying this with all of the love, <laughs> respect, admiration, and positivity I can here. She dresses like a whore, and it is so pleasing to me. I, agree. I love I agree. Scoochie drag. I just I love loved it. her entrance look. Yeah. I loved her entrance yeah. look. Um, I love Mirage. She'll be back. I think she's a fan favorite. I um I would also say though like if you're listening to this and want to go on Drag Race, all one of you that is doing this, um please take my advice. Um, this is RuPaul's show. RuPaul is the one judging this show. 
RuPaul is the one who makes the decisions on who wins, who goes home, etc. I just like if you're going to do this is she doesn't watch Housewives. That is very she doesn't watch Housewives. She does not go on TikTok. She I don't think knew who Tyler Oakley was. If you want to go back to like YouTubers, that is not in her cultural purview. You need cultural references outside of that. And I'm not, and I'm only bringing this up because the share of it all, where I've seen a lot of people be like, well, why should we be expected to know who Cher is? It's RuPaul's fucking show. Yeah. Once RuPaul dies and like Bob and Alaska take over or whomever, then you can do like someone maybe a little more like, I don't think Bob and Alaska yeah. will. I don't think Alaska, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. This, like watch the episodes of Love Boat with Charo on them. Like watch them and like you will probably be better than 90% yep. of people who will go on the show. There's a, there's a definitely a like a history book that you should brush up on. And look, I I do think as queer performers, you should know at least a little bit about the divas. Like you should know a little bit about Cher, like definitely enough to like recreate a good look, which Mirage did, like get did. to her she credit. Um, and I bet if you gave her Believe as a lip sync song, 100%. Mirage would we should we she would have given probably one of the best lip syncs we've ever seen on the show. Um right. and I will no, as I'm a, no, yeah, as a performance, um I think this was Mirage's performance and the lip sync lyrics aside was the most engaging one of the season, which is no, crazy. Oh my god, I love I love Mirage. Yeah. Like, I need her to come back on. I think she's one of those queens where she could go back in her all-stars pretty quickly. I don't think, yeah, I think she got very unlucky. It was a fair elimination. It was an unlucky elimination. However, I think she has the total package and I think she needs a little more confidence and yeah. a little bit. Cause like, if you're like, I'm a bitch, you need to like walk the walk. Be a, bitch. <laughs> you need to be a little bit more of a bitch. Um, I love her though, and she seems yeah. like a sweetheart. <laughs> they say like be more of a bitch. I'm like, but she seems like a sweetheart. Yeah, I, I think Mirage is. I I really am vibing with the, like the aesthetic, the yeah. like uh, all of it. I just think she got really unlucky. And... Very unlucky. I I think um, and we'll we're gonna get to our next queen because I think this next queen is the one exception in some ways, but. I do think a lot of these queens have a very strong aesthetic point of view in their own drag. There are I very agree. few, I think, who don't. I um, just looked at who's first alphabetically. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a good segue. We are going to talk about a mandatory meeting. A fan favorite queen so far for being one of the more busted in certain technical aspects that we've seen in some time. Um, that being said, great character on TV, very good performer. Her talent show is the other one that I've watched yes. a lot. 100% fully agree with you on that. Yeah. I thought her talent show was really good. Yeah. Really good. I think Amanda is so like lovely she seems like <laughs> a fucking hoot i bet if you saw her in a bar and yeah like the lights were low makeup was kind of busted but you know she can host the shit 
out of a drag race episode. Like, <laughs> you know, if <laughs> you full like, darkness, like, full darkness. <laughs> like, no, like, no, I know, I know what you're saying. I know exactly like, when what you're saying. When we saddles and like Angina was hosting, I yeah. bet, I bet that like you put Angina. And, uh, and and like Angina is sick and you got to put a mandatory meeting to oh, host. Yeah. She would run that show. Yeah. Run, and yeah. it would be funny. And we'd all be like, Amanda needs to go on Drag Race. And then without realizing that she might lack some of the technical skills that yeah. you to go on Drag Race. And I think like it is a situation in which she has seen herself on the show and she has fixed... Um, the makeup is a lot better now than it was when they filmed this. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're, it's I still you not like, incredible, but it's like, it. it's better. Like their makeup is yes. like her makeup on the share runway this week was Magnolia Crawford-esque in a way that we have not seen in a long time. It was so bad. Yeah. It was like, speaking was of bad. like, it was no fantasy, like not no fantasy. Um, And the, for as someone who is, Carrie and Sasha Colby's resident wig girl for her own hair to look as disheveled as it has looked at points during the season is also a little shocking to me to the point where I wonder if it's a packing issue like she just didn't store them right if they are they all like from LA went to the bottom I know well hey getting up to Silmar that's a bumpy road they don't pave it up there like it's just like settled to the bottom of the suitcase horse and buggy up to Silmar like pioneer trail through the hills like (laughs) i just it's not um i don't think i think she has a point of view for her drag though like the aesthetic is bad but she is doing this kind of like alien like alien sex freak that i think is like a lot of people have done stuff like that but like she's pretty good at it and she is a very effervescent performer i thought she did pretty fine in the rd art challenge i thought i would say i thought she did okay i thought she did better than dawn i thought dawn was good um i think amanda is lucky that runways are not super heavily judged runways on on u.s drag race are very much if you're in the bottom and there's a like and they need to make a decision a good runway can save you if you're in the top and you look like shit a bad runway can sometimes make you from winning. Though we've all seen Bob's like Amazon latex suit from season eight um, yeah. broke robot thing. So maybe yeah. it doesn't matter for the top sometimes if you're really that good. So Amanda's lucky that that is not the case. However, as we saw from Marsha last season, once Rue gets something in her head about your aesthetic, your look, your makeup, it's really hard to like, I think Crystal Method did a good job of yeah. adjusting, but Crystal was like, had really good makeup skills and just had to like pull back. Marsha and Amanda, for both different reasons, were lacking the technicality of the of drag makeup. Yeah, Marsha was just very pretty naturally and didn't need much more than like you know chapstick and or just like that white blush yeah marcia kind of reminds me of like that twink you see out who like always has foundation on and yeah. like he looks chic but like i love marcia 
but like that's that was Marsha like at first yeah um I mean Marsha's still doing pretty like clean face drag I will say but she's amped it up a little bit like draggier yeah it's definitely a little draggier um also another candidate for an all-star season two but Amanda Amanda is much prettier as a boy than she is in makeup and well that's true it's It's just Rue said as much if Rue Paul told me that I looked better out of drag than in drag I would I think I would walk out the door like that's like it's so heinous to say I would I would walk to Silmar outside I would walk out of that studio to whatever the train tracks are in Silmar and just lie down yeah that would be the end of me and I think though could do a really good job in the snatch game I would peg her for someone that actually could do a good job with Snatch Game. Yeah. And so I don't think, I think she's got some skills that are going to take her a little bit further than maybe her makeup itself should. Um, But I don't, I think she's probably an early, like a first half of the season out. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's notable that she has not gotten out yet, even though there's only been two eliminations. Um, I do yeah. think that's kind of notable in that shows. I think she's a little scrappy. Um, I don't and think I, she... Oh, no, I, I was going to say, I don't think she's going to go out in girl groups either. So, like, no. I think she'll be here for a few more episodes. But the same. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's move on to Dawn, who's aste- very clearly has a strong aesthetic point oh. of view um, and is really good at molding characters who are not necessarily like the Dawn character to the Dawn aesthetic, like the Audrey Hepburn mother look mm-hmm. yep. all, which was yep. very good, except for the, I thought the white head wrap was weird, but um, not great. I'm not seeing a lot of like performance skill popping out. Like the talent show was very pedestrian to me and she wasn't very good. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But she's fun. She's, she's clearly like a seasoned narrator. Yeah, I think Dawn's, like, I think my, my, trying to put this the right way. Like, Dawn doesn't strike me as the type of person, and this does not mean, like, she's a serial killer. Dawn does not strike me as the type of person that I would, like, normally be friends with. Not because she's a bad person, just because I don't think our personalities are, like, that much in sync. And I bet... We just would not, like, I think that's just, like, how people operate. Yeah. That being said, um, I really appreciate her clear point of view. Um, it's really obvious what she's doing. And that, I think you're, I like the Audrey Hepburn look. Uh, yeah. Probably more than you did. Um, I liked I, it. I just thought the the head wrap was weird because that didn't. Right. Uh, that just felt really extraneous. I didn't know what. Um, and this week, I I liked what she did. I liked the, no, let me adjust Yeah. That. I liked the idea. I did not care for the execution. And I think- I didn't like that code at all. Kimora Hall on um, race, on uh, Pit Stop called it, she looked like, a, I think it was, said she looked like one of those popsicles that you get um, in yeah, the summer. Yeah, she did look like a rocket pop. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, I think if you're, she's like 24 and she has really incredible makeup skills. Yeah. She knows exactly who she is. Um, but I would agree. Like, I think the girl group challenge might be a cha- might be an issue for her. Yeah, that she's definitely. I just don't think that like comedy. Well, definitely not like scripted comedy that she's not writing herself. Is definitely not her strong suit. Um, 
she's definitely not a dancer from what we've seen. I think she could write a funny verse, but it's going to be delivered stiffly. And this is all speculative, obviously, but Watch her, like, like, her, her looks are great. Um, her looks are really good. I think I would like to see some variation on her makeup. Um, again, yeah. not, not to lose who she is, but I think, again, Crystal did this really well on her season where she was able to adapt her makeup for the challenges and the, the runways themselves. I think that go, I think that went a long way and made Rue really like Crystal yeah. a lot. Besides Eldebarge. El yeah. I don't really have that much more to say about Dawn, honestly. Me I think either. she's like a very, she's one of the stronger queens, but like she's yeah. been, she, she hasn't gotten a lot of narrative push yet. So it's too soon to call, <laughs> too soon to call. Someone who has gotten a lot of narrative push and we have seen, perf uh, she has lip synced every episode she's been in, Geneva Carr. Love. Love. Very fun, fun girl. She's a fun girl. She's a fun girl. She's La Diva Mas Latina. She's La Diva Mas Latina. I fucking... Okay, so here's the thing about Geneva. That reveal that she did for Reveal Yourself was the best one that they did. Yes, correct. Life. Because it was a true reveal. It was a true reveal. She looked great. I love her point of view. I love her drag. I I don't. I think her makeup is very like she puts too much like blood. Yeah, there's like, a lot of cheek stuff on it yeah, that she doesn't need to, need to like. Uh, as I say, as someone who's never put makeup on their face except when I got a black eye and like needed, <laughs> like that's literally the extent yeah. of where I'm going. Um, I loved her entrance looks. Um, loved her talent show looked. Her her looks in the ball were bad. I think bad. all of them were bad. And she was mad about being at the bottom, but she shouldn't have been because they were bad. I don't think she should have been bottom two, but I definitely think she should have been bottom three for it. And we'll get to who I really thought should have been in the bottom okay. two later. Okay. Um, but this... she's, she's just not... Um, I don't think she has a good command of her proportions in drag. Which was the issue that this week with the share look. I yes. agreed with that. At first I was like, I don't get, and then I was like, oh, I see. I get it. Yeah. I, I think the proportions are probably an issue. And I do want to stress that we're not commenting on people's bodies when we say that. Like, just from a visual perspective of the garments, like, it makes a lot more sense when you are doing a, like, quasi-belted look like that. To make the belt or that middle panel smaller so you get more detail up here, like it visually pushed her like bust pretty small between and her neck and that like top of that belt thing. And I think it would have just looked better if she made it a little shorter in the middle. And Rue made a good point where she was like, you have a, a long torso, which again, if RuPaul told me I had a long torso on that <laughs> television, again, I'd go to, I'd walk out, find the summer rail tracks. I just yeah. Rue is not afraid to tell people about their bodies. Like Rue is not afraid to talk about bodies. But it also was like, it was not the most flattering look in the world. No. Um, but also, like the, the heads, it was a cool idea though. It was a cool idea. Really yeah. cool idea. I disliked it a lot more once I saw the reference. And I went, yeah. oh, that's such a better look. Like the sleevelessness. Um, yeah. I And okay. give it up to Sarah Michelle Geller. She made that point. When she was like talking about like the high neck halter top cut in like that, I was like, Sarah Michelle Geller, A, you have been very funny this episode, but B, you are smart and you know your history. Come back, please, because you were a fabulous guest judge. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. 
was let's take a moment. Mm -hmm. I want to say some things about Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> you Sarah have Michelle Geller is an icon. Probably not a very good actress. Was good at Wrong. one thing. Wrong. And it was no, she's gonna never think she's ever been in. That's fine. Let's but on. that's okay. Yep. Joss Whedon's like worst skill besides being like a like a misogynist is that he's terrible at casting. I will like say this to the end of my life. Yeah. Not a single person he's cast except for people like um like David Boreanaz, booked and busy. <laughs> Alison Hannigan got so lucky. Alison Hannigan was bad on as Willow. Ooh, geez. And then she ends up on the number one comedy on television, yeah. also being not funny. It's insane. And David Boreanaz, again, tens like 20 seasons of Bones, or however many Bones there are, yeah. had his own spinoff, now it's his own military show, can't act for shit. Like, it is crazy how bad these actors were in Joss Whedon shows. And I think he just, like, a little, like, unless he gets someone like Olivia Williams, who is, like, a star, he made an entire show about Eliza Dushku's range. And I love Eliza Dushku. I would I would die for Eliza Dushku. If someone was like, you have a million, like either you bet on Eliza Dushku having the on range or you walk away, like there's there's that is insane. That's mm -hmm. an insane thing. All this is to say I love Sarah Michelle Geller and she was incredible and she should come back. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. You um, I, I agree. I agree with a lot of the points above. Um Though I'm feeling a little bit more charitable to Sarah and Eliza. Um, but I cannot you, fault you for most of the things you've said there. I cannot. Would you have ever pitched a show to a network where the core concept is Eliza Dushku's acting range? Well, my it, it was 2007. Things were very different back then. Were they different? We, it was the Bush era. It was <laughs> like, the no, we had a lot going era. on. That's only happened because of the Bush era. Um, <laughs> Wait, speaking of political art, I think we have to move on to Megani. Wait, before we can we speak in political yeah. art, can we also talk about Lady G really quickly? Oh, bad. Bad, bad. Okay, if you're listening to this and you are a drag race writer and they're paying you nothing, never do a Lady G joke. It's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny. Not cute. We we don't know if he's gay. He probably isn't gay, if I had to bet. I think uh, he like Yeah. Here's why I don't think I don't think Lindsay. Okay. Knows. Gay people love talking. Gay people love talking. Have you ever met someone who said, I had sex with Lindsey Graham? Well, there was that one guy, but I think he was lying, right? Right. Yeah. Have you ever met someone who has said, I have sex, I've had sex with Lindsey Graham? What do you know no. about gay men? If a gay man no. had sex with Lindsey Graham, would they tell people? Of course they And would. especially like DC gays specifically. DC I mean, we've recently seen a very high profile example of a uh, a loose-lipped like, gay guy. Every time someone's like, every time, like, I think gay men also love assuming like famous people are, are in the closet. Yeah. It's like for a variety of reasons, but like, I want the proof and I want a firsthand account. And maybe there were some NDAs involved. I don't care. I'm and sure. gay people, gay people don't, listen to NDAs if I've learned anything from my life they fully don't you give them one vodka soda and a bump and they will tell you everything literally like every friend we have has violated an NDA every like, single on a one. weekly basis every, so every single gay man I know has oh my God. violently violated their NDA yeah 
And so I just do not believe the, the bar. Let me put it this way. The bar is really high for me to believe this. And so I find like the Lady G stuff, it's Deborah messing humor. It's yeah, like that it is, is Deborah messing humor. That's and it just it's like, what's the joke? Like, what's the joke? What's the joke? He's gay. Okay. He's gay and that's it. Yeah. That, and that's like, a gay and Republican like a, and closeted. Like and like a haha. southern dandy. Like yeah. kind of like it's just getting a joke. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. He's a crazy he's a He's a, there's so many reasons to make fun of Lindsey Graham. Also, there are funnier ends in terms of how to make fun of Lindsey Graham. And 100%. And Lady G is not funny. It's not funny. And like, I mean, Geneva did nothing with it too. Like she just didn't, well, she doesn't know who Lindsey Graham is. Okay. I don't think any of them knew Lindsey Graham. I think Sarah Michelle Gellar knew who Lindsay Graham was. She probably donated to him. But like, I don't think- You know she didn't. She is a registered Democrat and was campaigning for, she has campaigned for Bernie and others. I, I know this and I, we will be retracting that statement. <laughs> right that. quick. Um, she, was, she was known as a Hollywood Republican back in like the early 2000s. Yeah, way back in the day. Right. She's so like that was the joke. It. That yeah. was the joke. Mm-hmm. I would say though, I got the sense that no one knew who Lindsay Graham which was yeah. more concerning for different reasons. Yeah. But that being said, the Rebecca Glasscock um, thing was funny. I will always Very laugh funny. at the Rebecca Glasscock Very joke. Funny. I'm still talking about Poppy's reunion look to this day. Um, but Princess Poppy, when she yeah. showed up. Very, very, very iconic. Funny. Of course, the um, yellow t-shirt and jeans for people. Yellow t-shirt and jeans is my favorite thing that's ever been on Drag Race. Like nothing, like like pack it up and leave. <laughs> it's like talk about realness. Like that's the realest. <laughs> it's really the realest <laughs> ever been. Realness. Um, but yeah, so that's my thing about <laughs> it's not funny. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. Okay, Megami. <laughs> God, I mean that. What can we even say about that? Like the talent show political art was not coherent conceptually in if you're gonna have props you gotta use them for more than the last five seconds of the act and really the only comment i have about that is everyone just needs to go watch meatballs um the drag queen meatballs performance of magami's number in which she's just steaming the pride flag for five minutes it's so funny it's so good it's so good all i will say about Magabi, yeah is that i knew that was a turn the turn back time look as soon as she walked around the corner yeah so i will give her that that was yeah it was good it's well her costumes are good they're just costumes, not like mm. it's like the the um pan's labyrinth eyes needed to be more of a reveal it looked yeah, it cool. wasn't a reveal like it wasn't a reveal yeah um the art all I'm going to say is like every Megami has given us so much though. Like every video I've seen using that template as a yeah. joke in a drag performance has been fucking hysterical. Yeah. And I laughed at every single one. Meatball being the best, I think. Oh, <laughs> easily the best. But they're like, <laughs> this is a template with a lot of humor potential. And the big meme of the season so far, it has felt like is um, protect queer art. Protect queer art, which has 
Oh, it's, it's been funny every single time. Every single, like, every time I've seen even the stupidest version of, like, when no one ha-has, like, my text in the group chat, and it's, like, protect queer art. Like, I laugh. <laughs> every single time I laugh at these things. It's it's so good. It's so funny. I don't really, like, I just don't, I'm not very compelled by Megami as a, the, her style is really not as much for me. I think she's good at what she does. And the RDR live of it all, she was fine. The ball was perfectly safe, I thought. Like I'm looking yeah. at these bollocks now. The little Bo Peep at least was something like I had heard of in terms of a yeah. And she that was I thought that was fine. I did. I, yeah, it was cute. Oh, it, it was, was fine. It was actually like I actually liked the construction again though. She needs to like do twenty less things. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say about Megami. Yeah, the ga well the Gaga was bad. Oh, the Gaga was bad. It looked the pretty cheap. All of her looks like. They look a little deconstructed, and I think it's intentional that she's doing that. But I couldn't stop noticing in the Gaga that none of it was hand on the edge, and it just yeah. looked like a shower curtain to me. Up yeah. top, like we're talking about her telephone, the telephone recreation where she's in the kitchen. Um, but I was not, I was not thrilled with it. But like she's share look was good. Yeah, the share look was good. She's just, yeah, I think she just like kind of is gets a little too conceptual with it sometimes, um, which is it, she I don't think she's going to go very far, but like at least she's thinking about things like there are some queens on this season who don't I don't think are thinking about things as much. But I would say while it is true, there are many queens that you knock them on their head and like nothing's inside. <laughs> I think you have to pair that in like that the intellect way you're thinking about it with the performance aspect like it still needs to be entertaining yeah and this is something i think sasha velour understood at a very basic level like i always found sasha having just rewatched season nine as well to be incredibly entertaining yeah um mo like one of the best queens who's ever been on the show i think if they had known what was going to happen at the finale they could have easily re-edited that season to make it seem like she was going to be a winner the whole time. Um, it's like, it's pretty clear that she got, she should have won more challenges, like yeah. as you go through, but she's like doing Marlene Dietrich for this. Oh and, yeah. She should have won snatch game for sure. And I'm sorry. Like, Oh my God. Like uh, Alexis, Alexis Michelle did Eliza. Every faggot can do Eliza. Yeah. Okay. Like, sorry. Making Marlene <laughs> the, the bar is very low in terms of difficulty for that. And making Marlene Dietrich funny. Yeah, it'd be one thing if no one else on that on that snatch game was funny, but making Marlene Dietrich of all people funny yeah. was amazing, and that's the kind of thing that makes Rue laugh too. She should have won. Like she should have won. She should have won. Um, speaking of someone who is, I would say the concept and the point of view is simple but completely compelling to me. Maya Amon LePage, the queen of flips, uh, queen of adult braces, queen of Miami, Florida, queen of TikTok. I love her. I don't think she should have been anywhere near the bottom this week. And I actually thought she was one of the funnier people on the challenge. Let's just say that adult races are in on reality shows right oh, now. Oh, in, yes. And we'll in. talk about Sandra on Traders later. But, <laughs> oh my God, we got to breeze through the next got, okay, let's, let's, about... let's actually like get to yeah. this. Um, Maya, um, love the energy. I feel bad because I, I would get really anxious on Drag Race 2. And I feel like the way that she's internalizing it is being a little smaller. Yeah. And I um I feel like she's I am totally sympathetic. I did not think she was even close to the bottom. No. Um, 
And I didn't think the share look was that bad too. She was very clearly doing the turn back time look that Megami was also doing. And I didn't know why they paired her with like that burlesque burlesque premiere look, which was just like sharing a moto jacket and leggings. Like that wasn't what Maya was doing very clearly. I would say though that um, Megami's was so much better than Maya's. Yes, it very much was. That I could have seen like them be like, do you want us to say it was something else? Just so like you're not being compared. Because like if it had been the turn back time look, she would have been like red to filth about not looking as good as Megami did. Yeah, And that would have been fair, I think. Um, It clearly was. So I don't know what happened there. Um, she was yeah. fine. She shouldn't have been the bottom. Definitely shouldn't have been at the bottom. I love. She hasn't get gotten enough opportunities to show off her performance style. I think she's going to do great in the girl group next week, unless like her verse is bad. But I don't her think it's going to be impression. bad. Oh, so funny! That was so funny. That was so funny. And like <laughs> I, I loved um the hilarious Ross Matthews ability to twist that into like his own little bit too like that's why you have the hilarious ross matthews on the panel he's so okay he's next, so up, hilarious. next up we i'm running this next yeah up no, we- no, no no um my show we're, we but yes let's move on to morphine love dion um love this queen i the tweet at the top of the season that was like oh you know she just runs a sephora like the navy and that's the kind of girl i will always respect that's my sister right there so this bitch. And you know, she was like friends with the meanest girls in her high school. And they fucking so horrible. And, and the, like the horrible, meanest hot girls. And like they fucking love this bitch. Yeah. And I I I have no I love Morphine. I think Morphine is um, I think she's talented. The mug is always right. Um, oh, the mug I, is perfect. The mug is perfect. Yeah. Every single time she has not looked bad. Um, I think that I'm just looking at her. Um, the I I didn't love her um, constructed look, but it was fine. Um, yeah, she was perfectly safe last she was, week. She was I liked the Chris Jenner look a lot more than yeah, other people too. on the internet seem to. It's a mother um, too. It's like a yeah. very clear mother. Yeah, she she was mothering hard. I like the towel swimsuit cover up too from her premiere. Um, just fine. I mean, like. I agree that this dude should have been stoned to make it more draggy unless, once again, realness. Realness is the word of the day. Um, it, I I think it's a weird choice to do someone else's song for a lip sync and then not do too much with it beyond just like a standard lip sync. Also, that's not one of the better Rosalia songs either. So I was a little, yeah, kind of like mid on her, but she's she as a character, great. Great. Really, it seems like she's fun. And I really like her energy. I I think she's, if, if like, I'm really excited for the girl group because I, I want to see if she, like, what she else, what yeah. else she has to give. Yeah, I want to, and I would like to see her get to the reading challenge because I think she's going to unleash in a way that. Oh, I need many of these girls to make it to the reading challenge, to be clear. Yeah. Okay. One girl I don't, well, okay. I love this queen, Nymphia Wind. Um Ugh. I worry about any sort of performance challenge because this week was not great for her. I not thought. Great. I'm nervous about Snatch Game. Yeah. Nervous I'm about Snatch Game. Nervous about. 
I'm less nervous about, okay, like thinking back to last season when they did like the 2020 like interview questions with um, like Frankie Grande and um, Love Connie. I'm less nervous about that for Nymphia. I'm more nervous about things where she can't just rely on her silly personality. And that yeah. make like this week. And that makes me nervous. Yes, I I 100% agree with that. I think the looks will always be strong enough that like, if she's ever in a bottom three situation, the look is definitely going to count for something for sure. And her ball look from the oh. mother ball, which she won. She's a, she's a winner of the season so far was pretty maybe in top five like strongest like constructed looks in drag race history i think for constructed looks, I, I would need to go back and actually look but i also want to be clear about what i'm saying i'm worried about nymphia yeah. i want nymphia to win nymphia right now is the one i want to win i think i agree with that yeah. so when i say i'm nervous i'm nervous because i want her to win that is kind of like i think everything that she's giving i'm living for that constructed look was fantastic her just like running around trying to like learn Spanish, I thought was hilarious. Hilarious. I like everything about her, I just find so interesting. And when we talk about a point of view. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we've I, never seen anything like this on Drag Race. And it is a point of view. Yep. I love it. I think that it's, it is, it is so like that, that constructed look was so editorial. It was yeah. perfect. It was perfect. Um, this week. Oh my god! And like we've seen those. The oh wings yeah, on, we've seen like those wings on Drag Race before. It was exquisite. It was exquisite. It was, and I knew exactly what she was referencing. So did Sarah Michelle Geller, and um, it was just really well done. No, really well done. Like, and uh, even like her talent show was so unique and so good. Like the look in the talent show was good. I think that Ben, like she was wise to ditch the banana stuff. Yes. when she ditched it though you could still those yellow boots were the one thing about the the constructed look in the ball that i was a little like i i could take or leave this i think i would prefer this in a red almost but like she clearly brought those yellow boots for some sort of other banana thing so like i think this is a season with a lot of all-stars candidates and not a ton of potential winners to me she is one of the two and we will get to the other one shortly um but yes, she's my pick. To, she would be my pick to win. It doesn't seem like a very competitive season in terms of of who I think will end up. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot of like cannon fodder on this cast either. Like I think Megami is Megami Geneva. No, not Geneva. Okay, Megami yeah. Geneva. I, uh, maybe I, not. I, maybe not. I really like. I like basically everyone. Okay, someone I don't like though. Uh, okay plain jane much has been made about plain jane online the villain yeah. of the season yeah. one of the most um rotted out the gate queens we've seen in a while which i'm of two minds of because we do need villainy and an antagonist on all reality tv programs drag race included to drive narrative um to shake it up so it's not just RuPaul's best friends race. With all that said, Plain Jane is not funny. Plain Jane is really just kind of mean for the sake of being mean. And if you're going to do that, which I think, I think like even like 
the artist formerly known as Fifi O'Hara was so rude on their season originally, but so funny. Like, go back to Party City where you belong. It is so funny. Plain Jane does not have that vernacular. It just doesn't. Because she's she was born in 1999. That's your second reference to Tiffany Pollard's um, monologue about... Yeah about the shoes from Gemma that you've had on this episode. I mean, like- it, it is very epical. It like, it really defined a lot for me. And like, it just, vernacular is such a specific concept, but everyone should have it. I will <laughs> say she doesn't about, have it. I will say this about Plan Jane. She's not funny. Um, what she said about Megami was completely true. Yes, it was. It was true. I I think that she needs to chill that being said i think something that people i've seen online today where someone was like her look this week was shit just because you dislike someone and don't like them on a highly edited episode of television does not mean that every single thing they do especially their drag is going to be shit because this week was incredible she looked amazing she looked looked fucking incredible no notes Maybe a little too much highlighter on her cheeks. I thought the actual look itself that she was referencing was a lot less conservative than what she brought down the runway. Yeah. But I think it was, I genuinely, I think like, I actually saw this on Twitter. Um, I don't remember what one of the fashion archive Twitter accounts that I follow said this, but that original Bob Mackie share dress was made in an illusion netting silk fabric that they literally cannot legally make anymore because it's too flammable. So any illusion netting that you have these days is not going to be, it's it's not going to have that specific attack. So maybe maybe that's the issue. I, I thought she I don't that. like her looks usually though. And I actually thought she should, she was to me the bottom two for last week. I thought her constructed look was- It was bad. It was, bad. It was horrible. It like, was- the more I looked at it, the worse it got. Yeah. And like the cutouts made no sense. She was the makeup, the, the legs were different color than the, the leggings. T- like it was bad. And I couldn't believe, like, I know they did Raider Queen and like she was probably coasting off of um what they'd done like the pa- the previous week. But like I thought, I thought it was just all bad i i like i just her like kind of jimbo light style does nothing for me i um uh unfortunately it was that she also picked a role this week that was exactly a role that jimbo had done in all-stars 8 for the exact same sketch because all writers lack rupaul must have thought that sketch in snl was very funny and someone told them to do it again so i don't really fault her for that, I also don't think that she is getting the live feedback that people think she's like a Jimbo knockoff so that she would then decide she doesn't want to do the same thing that Jimbo would want to do in real time. Yeah. Um, and I don't blame her for that. Um, it was, it is a little like Jimbo knockoff. Um, I will say though about the the meanness. Um, I think everyone just needs to fucking chill about yeah. this. Like, I get well, it. That's certainly true. Like I, like... The I, I this this can get cut if you, if you think it should. Um, 
I do think a lot of it is a little bit performative. Um, and I think that, let me explain a little bit. Like about, the response to it is performative. I think okay, yeah, I agree with I that. I think she is being performative. I think she just needs to like cool it. Like we know you came in wanting to be the villain. Like it seems yeah. a lot put on this, like just calm down. And she's a little gay boy. Like just, you. it's okay. Like just- yeah, It's crazy to me that she is one of the two youngest queens or three youngest queens of the season. And it shows, I think. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. The so, actual youngest of the season. Is that her? Is Plasma. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, I I think that people are really mad by the way, and justifiably so, the way that Lux and Mistress were treated last season. Yes. Um, personally, I think that Lux is going down the line and talking about why everyone was great except for Lucy being generic in front of RuPaul was both true and way too far. And I think that like, that's the only thing when it comes to like the bullying discourse that I think like I will agree with. I thought that was not cool. Um, Mistress never took it too far. And for Mistress to have her account locked like on Instagram, like what, like three times. Yeah. Like it's insane. Insane. I think, I think though, people now feel as if the idea is that a white queen who's conventionally attractive as as um plain is would not get the same type of hate that um a bigger queen or a queen of color might get. Thus, the response is not then let's not hate on queens of color or bigger queens. The response by some people has seemed to be let's be overly performative. Equal opportunity hate. Um I- it's the wrong lesson. It's the right. It's definitely the wrong lesson. I I one hundred percent agree, and I think people need to hear that. Like the adding more hate to the discourse is not ever, ever, ever the way to go. And like, if if people think some of this behavior on current Drag Race is that gutted, I would really love them to watch old seasons of like America's Next Top Model or Big Brother or Survivor and s- just see what happens there. Everyone like, on season two of Drag Race still hates each other. Yes. They, they, they still hate each other. Like it's the crazy. artist formerly known as Tyra Sanchez was making up like Urban Dictionary um, uh, definitions for input ho about Tatiana yeah. like a decade after it had yeah. aired. Yeah, I, it's was iconic. But um, I I think that my my whole thesis on playing Jane, and then we can like skip through this because I know we're like going up almost a time. Um, she's she needs to cool it. She's being too mean. She's not funny. She needs to know how to read. However, going above and beyond like shitting on her online thinking yeah. that you're writing some wrong you're not doesn't make lux or mistress any better off all it does is kind of just make plain's life also shitty and you know who's been a big defender of plain's looks online lux yeah lux, so, lo- lux lives for plain jane <laughs> lux, lux yeah. lives for plain jane and i fully love lux and i think yeah, like me too the only time lux like really i was like girl was was that was that um that thing with lucy with the who should go home that was the only time last season where i was kind of like i understand lucy's point of view here yeah and that was a little bit too much mistress yeah. though never never did never that. took like, it are not one you can't like just, just yeah it, it, like singling out people is like not 
a nice thing to do, especially in front of like a, a panel of judges. So, um, okay, let's it's breeze through class. Like it is, like that is a, a little, like that's the tea, like it is. Yeah. But like, you don't need to say that in front of RuPaul. When, right. Like everyone, exactly. like everyone knows that she's going home that night too. So it right. doesn't, yeah, no point. Um, I have not much to say about Plasma, even though she did get the win this week. I didn't think, I, I think anyone could have won this challenge and I would have been like, okay, whatever, sure. Um, her aesthetic <laughs> is very Rachel Berry. It doesn't do a lot for me. Um, next. Yeah, next, yeah. I did fun fact when I was um pulling up Wikipedia earlier. Uh Plasma's grandfather is the former lieutenant governor of Texas. So that's just something to think about. <laughs> um Q. I love Q. I love, love Q. Q. Love Q. Q. Q is about to get in her head that she's not winning. And she yeah. should win. And what she should actually take from this is that. Not that I'm not winning, but I've been in the top every single week. And that puts me in a really good spot. Because as soon as she starts getting bitter, then that's going to be her downfall. Like, in, as soon as the producers smell bitterness, which I'm sure they already have, that'll be her downfall. Yeah. Um, every single time she's performed, I've loved her. I loved her. Um, I loved her, uh, like, little number. Um, in that, the, the puppet. Show. Yeah, it was good. Puppet. Needed escalations, but was very yeah. good um loved oh my god the man the moon was amazing um judy was good judy um, was great i thought like and her makeup her is very subtly transformational like she does not do the same face every time no um and i thought that she looked her her constructed look obviously was incredible she looked yeah. amazing this week. if nymphia so wasn't there like she would have won right and i'm so happy she wore a headpiece um like just because that's share. So share yeah that's so share um I think that, she had the best share look on the runway. My read on Q is that she feels a little insecure about um like just thinking about like how when she was talking about how like much work she puts in and she never gets any validation for it. And now hearing that from RuPaul really meant something to her. Um I think that's she's holding it seems like she's holding on to a lot of I feel like RuPaul right now. Um yeah. she's holding on to a lot of that and she kind of just needs to let it go. Um because you can see her reactions and even like in Untucked when she's just kind of like not happy. Um she needs to have a little more fun on the show. I think that's my that's my cue note. Yeah. I I agree with all of that 100 percent I think she from like a pure skills level, I think she may arguably be the most talented queen on this yes. season. I think yes. she she just needs to lighten up a little bit. Yep. One of the best costume designers the show's ever had, though. At least in recent memory. Like she, I get, we were talking about this like I think a few weeks ago, just the two of us, but like I, I'm glad she lives in Kansas City because I think every regional scene needs supremely talented drag queens like that I is fully... just like a necessity yes. i also would love her to be able to go to broadway and yes. do costumes for a show because the stuff that she creates is just stunningly stunningly gorgeous and what um and also so thoughtful down to the last detail like what sarah michelle geller said this week about how like even 
the like the width of the stripes yes. on the gown like was I was just like I wouldn't have noticed that and it took like the astute editorial eye of Sarah Michelle Gellar like that this bitch is thinking about everything from like the tip of her feathers to the tip of her toes like that's I'm that's just crazy consistently impressed with her yeah. I I I'm I'm rooting for her um I don't think she'll win per se but I know people who I think can win though Oh yes, Safira Crystal. So she's the other overt top two choice for me for this season. Though this week and last, I didn't think she should have been in the top last week. Though that pumpkin look was insane. Um, I just I think she's she will have big showcase episodes ahead of her. She had a weird edit this week too. I didn't really understand what they were trying to do with her. Um, so Safira, full disclosure, is the only queen of these I've seen live before Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her live maybe seven or eight years ago. Yeah. Um, and she took my phone and made me follow her on Instagram after I was taking a video, and I've been like obsessed ever since. Yeah. Um, so I'm like really happy that she's on the show. Um, her share look this week. Oh, in incredible i did like it a little less when she took the the cowl piece off me too, but, me too, um, but it was it, so good so good yeah so 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 good um i don't blame her for rdr live just because it was so bad <laughs> I'm yeah. like i'm not really i'm not like putting that aside um but like thinking about i don't think she should have been the top last week i don't think if rue had done it she would have been in the top um yeah pumpkin look was cool it was it neat. was really cool it was cool it was cool I don't know if the end result is exactly what I loved, but the idea that she got it to drag race and got it that big and put it on the stage yeah. is cool. I thought the pumpkin part of it was so well done. I, I I thought the whole thing was really well done. It's not like my aesthetic as much, but like she's clearly doing ginormous maximalism in a yes. lot of her looks in a way that I, I, I like that. That. Um, cow piece. I was like, how did you pack that in a suit? Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, I um, I really that liked was crazy. It. Yeah. I and, like, and her talent show was really good too. Like the opera is obviously something that like no one else is doing. The split while singing opera is that is like a gag. Well, and a Monet half. tried. Monet tried. Yeah, but not Safira succeeded. Safira <laughs> um, succeeded. And like Monet's a great Monet's a great singer who works at professional opera houses and like. I do not doubt that the studio, um, the Drag Race studio is not like an acoustically sound. You don't think, you don't think Silmar makes them in like the most I, I, I acoustically sound I think sound, they're in like a uh, Quonset hut. Like it's not, uh, it's not great. Um, Vera did a really good job. I Yeah, she's, she's a very good queen and she's clearly getting like a strong edit, so. And she, you can tell that she knows she's a strong queen, which I really like. Oh I yeah. Think- She's very constant, and I think this is where me about the the cute the cuteness of it all like sort of diverge with with Chris with Safira and uh, Q. Safira seems fully confident in her own yeah. abilities, and I really appreciate that with the Queen. It's also crazy to me that it took sixteen seasons for them to get a real deal Philly Queen on the show. Like she's the first Queen ever who's actually from Philadelphia. So, okay, here's my thought about Philly. I've spent a lot of time in Philly. You can see I'm wearing my Bucknell <laughs> yeah. uh, top top right now. Um, okay, so here's my thing about Philly. Having spent a ton of time there and having two of my best friends that are gay live there um, that aren't you, obviously. Mm-hmm. If you're gay and you live in that area, D.C. and New York are so close. Yeah. They are so close. And they're just bigger. I mean, obviously, D.C. is not as 
like populated populated of a city i think as philly is however dc has a much bigger gay scene than philly does part of that is because of the new the the closeness of new york and dc i think that's why it creates that weird like vortex almost of like of 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 drag performers there um and like why we haven't seen a lot of people from there um and i like philly does not have as big of a gay nightlife and gay scene as I would have expected yeah. given size and location. That's fair. I, I kind of feel, as someone who's from DC, I kind of feel like that about DC too, actually. Like it's not, um, I mean, DC just doesn't have a lot of performance spaces, which yeah. I think is not, there are a lot of queens in DC, but the only one who's actually ever been on the show is Tatiana. Right. And like- 16 seasons, crazy. And like just thinking about it, like there aren't a lot of like when I've seen drag performers in Philly, the spaces are not great for performing. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I mean, it shouldn't have taken 16 years, go birds. Um, but um the birds, it's the eagles. The basically. eagles, yes. For all the gay guys. For all the gay <laughs> for all you dudes listening. Yeah. Um, I think that's why, but like she's incredible. Yeah, she's she's really incredible. Last Queen, um, Tsunami Muse. I, I think she's beautiful in and out of drag. She has had like no screen time so far. So I feel like it's a, like the looks have been consistently good. She was the worst in the the um, talent show. But like, that's all I can really talk about with her though. Like I just- Loved like her candy not... look. Loved her candy Muse Oh yeah, look. it was so Loved good. Her. So good. I got it immediately. Um, her um actually her ball challenge in general was great because we talked about the egg earlier that was fantastic was, I would have was, put her in the top of her security egg was so smart egg was great egg was great egg was great um I loved her little schoolgirl thing like I think she she has a really strong command of her aesthetics I think a, some of the stuff she wears is a little too low key it's like fashion girl realness I loved her and um, Geneva talking about being do- uh, dreamers. I thought that was really Oh, yeah, cool. that was great. And um, I think that that also is, like, I don't think people realize that that's, like, not a, that's not, like, a, that's actually, like, a bad, like, not bad. That, like, is not something they would do without potential repercussion um, yeah. to be open about their dreamer status, um, especially because DACA is not, like, up. I know I know that like tsunami was like it's not like a it is it's not like a law per se like no law was ever yeah. passed for DACA it's a lot of executive action and like court and sort of the courts getting involved with the legality of the executive action um so they're not like I mean Geneva was right when she was like nothing feel when she was I think talking about like the permanence of DACA um to talk about that I thought was and put a face to yeah. sort of dreamers was incredible I thought it was incredible too um it I think the mirror chats in general have been pretty, there have been seasons in which they've been more overdone than they are this season. And like these Queens are talking about very serious issues in ways that are feel like genuinely informative, like protect queer art aside. I think everything has been dealt with pretty well this season. Like I liked Hershey talking about gay parenthood too. It also, none of it has seemed like, okay, first of all, it's not forced. Yeah. If I were on drag race and a producer was like, I want you to talk about like, ask anyone if they're like, dad is dead. I totally would be the one who'd be like, speaking of wigs, anyone's dad dead? 
Like that would be me on Drag Race. Yeah. Um. So we haven't seen any of those like strange, <laughs> like like trying to like be like trying to transition the conversation to something the producers want us to talk about. Um. Yeah. It all has seemed very natural in a way, and maybe it isn't, and that's just the magic of television. But I've um I very much enjoyed it. To your point. Yeah. Okay, I think that's all we have for Drag Race. All we have <laughs> after all we have an hour, entire, like an hour and a half. Hour and a half it. later. Um. Let's take five minutes to touch about on traders and then we'll wrap this shit up. Um, right. Really, the core thing I have to say is traders is currently the best show on TV. I look forward to it every single week, every single week. If you are not watching the traders, you're only getting half the story. You're only getting half the story. It is, it is so good. I'm sorry. Like Dan Giesling is about to be taken down. The The best big brother player to ever big brother is about to be taken down by Pilot Pete and someone named Bergie yep. from Love Island. Bergalicious. Bergalicious definition. It is so funny. Like, so we're, us and our friends are all in like a gay group chat about the traitors and watching us fall like dominoes from the <laughs> Bergie is not hot to the Bergie is hot camp over the past few weeks has been, that is, talk about a social phenomenon. <laughs> and I was like, I was the, you're all sick for thinking Bergie's hot. And now I'm like, Bergie. But now you're like, kind of like, kind of like, like, hey, Bergie. Hey. I, I mean, I get it. I like, personality is everything. It is. And he's every so sweet. He's I so, like and him. And he like, clocked Dan. Like nobody, he was so right. He was like, and I love that his defense of Janelle was Janelle's being stupid, and like that's why she's not a traitor. They like this, yeah. And Dan, and it's just it was it is. If you're not watching the traitors and you don't know what the traitors about, it is basically taking all these people from different reality shows, whether it's Big Brother, whether it's um, Survivor, Housewives. Um, I'm missing something, and a few other random uh, people as well. Like, yeah, uh, like challenge, like a bunch of. But it's, it's like a bunch of. It's all shows that you like. Um, and the gameplay on the surface level is pretty dumb. It's just like mafia. It's mafia. It's mafia. But I think where the tension is so interesting right now is seeing a player like Dan who excels so much at Big Brother, which is a game that is a little less all about like social gamesmanship and a lot more like hardcore competitive with things. Totally fail in the face of a game in which you have to be like a normal human being who doesn't seem like a huge like creep or strategist. It's it's and I'm watching Survivor now for the first time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in my third season of Survivor. And I'm not watching it chronologically. I'm watching it. Yeah, you got to just pick and choose what you do yeah. with Survivor. Um, Something that's interesting to me about Survivor that's different than the traders is that in Survivor, there's no good guy, bad guy. Good guys and bad guys can just switch based off of your necessities. Yep. Of the day. In the traders, very clearly, you are looking for the bad guys if you're if you're being a faithful um yeah. and i think that makes it like i think that makes it like it seems like a just like a like um a difference without like a, a distinction without a difference but i don't think it is mm -mm. i think it changes the way and i think this is a big brother issue too that dan's having is that dan's plan is to not put the heat on him the problem is that this isn't survivor this isn't big brother if you are quiet that sends a message that you are being quiet for a reason yeah and I think poverty is um, getting, 
Parvati, I think, is a, for different reasons. Parvati and Phaedra are the two best people on television right now. Yes, I was about to ask, like, to close it out, who your favorite contestants are, but I think those would be my two answers too. Like, I love. I also I love Janelle, and I was sorry to see her go. She made a a bad tactical error by naming CT and Sandra. Um, Harbury knowing immediately that Pete, that pilot Pete was trying to trap them with yeah. the shooters. Like you can't, that's not a skill you can learn. No. And it's just incredible. Parv came in pretty weak the first two episodes, but as she has learned the nuances of the, of the game much better, she has gotten exponentially better at playing it. And it's, weird to me that like no one is thinking about Parv and Phaedra right now they're both playing very good games for different reasons and I think my, so here's my worry about what's going to happen next week is that um my worry is that Dan's going to convince Phaedra to kill Burgalicious Burgalicious is going to walk in the next day feeling fine Harvardy is going to do her little squint at Dan yeah. she's going to be pissed yeah now Dan in order to save himself Remember, Parvati was one of the three people who was told about about the shield. So, um, like, that makes me nervous because Dan can say Parvati was one of those three. No one's pointed the fingers at Parvati yet. So when Dan does it at the round table, it's actually going to be like, whoa, what if it's Parvati? And it doesn't matter whether or not Dan goes home. If Dan goes home, People are still going, if you're a smart player, you're still going to think Dan, who was a traitor, that we know he was a traitor because he got kicked off and said it, he was trying to throw another traitor under the bus. Yeah. I don't think there's any way for Parv to get out of this without, unless Dan doesn't come for her at the round. And I think he will, because that's what I would do. Yeah. And like, I do think a lot of these people are so dumb that they might not recognize this as a traitor throwing another traitor under the bus i don't think but sheree here's did. where my actual third no sheree, sheree and john and Ke- god kevin kevin, kevin. kevin, kevin. is kevin. so like i i like i hate saying this i find kevin unpleasantly dumb like i i, I have a tough time watching him also him telling kate to shut up because he's not done talking to you oh Who are you piss me the are you? Fuck off um i was gonna say though the two people who would absolutely recognize that as a trader throwing another trader under the bus are Sandra Diaz Twine, yep. Queen of Queens, um, Queens, Queen of Flips, Queen of Adult Braces. <laughs> Sandra Diaz <laughs> oh Twine God, would be an incredible drag name. Um, I could see Sandra once there's any and Kate. Yes, yep, once there's any, heat, uh, I think Bergie could see it too. I think I think Bergie is going home the next murder night. I if I were if I were fate if I were Phaedra and um Parv, I would immediately kill Bergie. Immediately. He's yes. One hundred percent. I don't think Pete's pilot Pete's actually that smart. I think Bergie is smart. And so I think it's t- like I would get rid of him immediately. Yeah. I will say pilot Pete's smarts are revealing themselves little by little. Like I thought the trap he laid was a little I mean, it's a little basic, but still well thought out. Um, and the fact that it it appears like it will be working is 
crazy to me that Dan Giesling of all people is like the one who's not following who fell for this um it's just incredible to me because there is a one in three chance yeah that the that Bergie who there he's gonna want to kill has a shield yeah so why on God's green earth would you pick that would you pick him like even if like there are so many safer people to pick also Bergie is coming after Dan. Yeah. So if Bergie went home, I would be like, oh, they wanted to take up Bergie because he was coming for Dan. He just like, he's very used to playing an egoless game on Big Brother. And this is not, a Traders is not a game that rewards that style of gameplay. So like he's overcorrecting by like, quote unquote, needing the murder. Um, and it's just like, this is not it's it's just such a colossal miscalculation and like parvati and phaedra both gave him out and he's like no 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 but like you could see like parvati was like fully like like smiling ear to ear like the big bad wolf after he like made that decision because he's like she's she knows that he's gonna be fucking out of there the problem with if i'm parv though the problem is how do i make sure dan does not come for me i would be trying to convince dan to go after phaedra if that were me yeah, I think that's that is the smart gameplay. As a viewer, I don't want that because I you're not a housewives person, so you I'm have not. not like been keyed into the like terror and glory of Phaedra Parks before this. What Phaedra Parks is doing on this season of Traders is like she has always been a top-tier housewife, like a like one of history's great liars. What she is doing as a narrator and a game player on this season is like beyond anything she's ever done before. Like she is at the peak of her powers right now. Um, oh, and to yeah. kick her off TV would be a grave injustice. It just can't happen. Oh Lord, not at Sue. Not at Sue. <laughs> and then like the other the other morning where she was like, pass the boiled eggs. Like, the boiled eggs? like she's such a fucking weirdo. I love her. Okay, I, I we do. Think... Oh no, go I on. One last thought. Favorite... I think Phaedra will be fine because I think the housewives have not realized that they're playing a game. And so I think that she, I like, I could not see Cherie voting for Phaedra, for example. No, she would never do it because they're also like, they're lifelong friends. Like they would, Cherie would never suspect Phaedra. And I think like Kevin is too stupid to think that Phaedra is Phaedra. It's a miracle Kevin can even breathe without an iron lung. Like, he is just, like, it's insane how he functions. It's crazy how dumb he is. Yeah. Um, Beautiful man. That's what I would do if I were Parf. Yeah. Well, we we had an odyssey of culture today. And, like, I think this is the first time we've recorded in probably, like, a year. Um... And it really does feel like home. It's just nice to have you back on. Um, it's great to be back. Cut all the problematic things. They'll get me canceled from. Did this. you ever watch Gossip Girl? Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to do special don't. bonus episodes. Maybe uh, at the end of the season of Drag Race or Traders, you can come back and we can talk um, as this. little bonus content. So, but um, if you would like to be found on social media, Tyler, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on my. I am now like. I changed my, I stopped tweeting. Um, so, I mean, not uh, for you specifically, good for, like, we all need to be doing that. Yeah. Don't find, don't find me on social media. Okay. Love that. Love um, that. you can find me, um, 
at FK Pigs with a Z on Twitter, at Drew Haskins with Z's on Instagram. Um, email girlsroompod at gmail.com with any like tips, like any anything you want us to talk about as we start Gossip Girl. Our first Gossip Girl episode um, for our new recap series is going to be on February 9th, I believe is the date we've locked in. So get ready for that. I will be back next week with another big bonus episode. And then in the meantime, we're doing Crisis Twink Radio Hour every day until Julia's back on vacation. So uh, tune in for that. But Tyler, thank you again so much for being here. Thank you. And uh, come back soon, please. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.